Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 7, Episode 11, titled Hello Kitty Girls! My name is Joe Batanz and I am joined, as always, by two felonious co-hosts. From Springfield, Missouri and Afterthought Media's newest breakout sensation, please say... Come through, Ruffles. To Jimmy Anti. Hello, Jimmy. Hey, Joe. How are you? I'm good. Now, everyone, don't worry. Lori's here, too. But uh, Jimmy's also sitting in for this episode. It'll be, it'll be abundantly clear why that is. Now, Jimmy, earlier today, you and I were talking, and you said you had class. I did, yes. What class was it that you had today? I'm curious. Um, I had astronomy, and then when you texted me, I had computer animation. One. What do you learn? Have you what do you learn in computer animation? I mean, obviously, I know, but like, well, so far we have animated three different types of bouncing balls: tennis <laughs> balls, golf balls, and bowling balls. So uh-huh. we're really changing the world. Yeah. Uh, all right, and then from uh, let, let's move on because this is going to take every everyone should know this is going to take some time here. Uh, and from the Bloody Podcast Network, please say I'm the winner, and I feel like it was well, goddamn deserved. To Laurie Roggenkamp, hello, Laurie Roggenkamp. Good morning, campers. <laughs> now everyone should know. Uh, that Lori is very sick, and she's lost her voice. But that doesn't stop Lori Roggenkamp from doing any kind of show here at Afterthought Media. So, uh, Lori, can you tell the people how you're feeling today? I gave up on typing. This is gonna go well. <laughs> so, <laughs> she gave up before she even started. I know. She's the one that... Everyone should know, Lori told me earlier that I was gonna give up. I told her, look, just type it, and then I'll take all the silence out. Um, and she was like, you're going to give up. And then she's the one that gave up immediately. I feel like shit, but so bad that I think this episode might be my favorite. (laughs) Because I'm sick or because I'm right. (laughs) Um, okay. So Brett, anyway, so you're in this computer animation class. Okay. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, everyone, and maybe we'll, Lori, type some things in that we'll go to you in a second, but uh, a lot of this banter here up top will have to be with uh, Jimmy Anti here. And, um... A student in class told me my voice made her autism worse. (laughs) (laughs) I like how this voice pronounces that. Yeah, autism. Now, Jimmy... Now everyone should know that you're now you guys are listening to this way after season uh 12 aired, okay? So we've all by this point know how uh drag queen um um crystal uh method What's There you go. Method. Yeah. Period. Crystal Method uh, performed on the show, how she did, how she fared. I don't know at this point because the season hasn't even aired yet. But what we did have is a Meet the Queens episode. And uh, Taylor and I had some things to say about that. Jimmy, you've recently listened to the episode. What were, you, how did you, how, what, what were your thoughts on, on our opinion there? Um, so since this is after yeah, this the is fact, after. this is months later, Joe and Taylor thought that they said that Crystal is going to um, probably be out early, not for any specific reason. They didn't, like, hate on her heavy. They were just like, we're not, we're not getting confident vibes mm-hmm, from her. Mm-hmm. And then they said that um, 
they didn't think she looked as polished as the other girls. Really nothing like crazy. Clear. I mean, I think Crystal looks super polished. I wasn't like offended by anything. Um, well, she looked polished like, in the in the runway she did. Okay, you didn't like the uh, patriotic the, look. It was the patriotic look, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to send people to dox you and release your address. But other than that, I'm not, like, upset about it. <laughs> well, you know, I got, I got, I had words with Evan Ayers today. Oh, what about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so he messages me and he says he's going to stop listening to our show because he was so angry about what we said about Jan. And he didn't like our, our take. Uh, this old chestnut. <laughs> What old chestnut, Lori? You and Evan. You and blank. Anyway, so then he, I go, oh, well, you know what I said to him? I go, Brett, I, I, Jimmy, I said, I go, listen. Because he said, I'm not going to listen to your show. And I go, well, I go, mate, well, I go you know what you should listen to? If you want to hear a show with real insight into drag race, you should listen to Race Chasers. <laughs> yeah, I hear they have girls that were on the show. Yeah. And he goes, well, maybe I will. I go, and you know what? You can listen to them all your free Monday evenings you have now. <laughs> and then he says, "It's me, Jimmy Anti, the new host of the Rumor Mill. I know. Make sure to tune in to listen to every episode and hear what I have to say about all the queens on season twelve of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's he, an afterthought media production. Because George would, if Evan left, George would leave. You know, well, he wouldn't have a mic or a place to record. Well, I'd send him a mic, but I don't think George is the kind of person that would do it without Evan, right?" So, well, can George record in his office? No, they used to record at George's house. You record- need a conference room. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, the point is, uh, maybe Evan's still on the show. Maybe he's not. We'll, we'll find out. But I, Again, you guys are hearing this in the future. You guys know what happened. I don't know what happened. Uh, anyway, Lori, do you have any stories for me and uh, Jimmy? My aunt and I got in a fight about what exactly is a chicken sandwich. Typical day. I made a girl more disabled by the sound of my voice. Can we get a? Can we l- hear what your voice sounds like currently? Is there yeah. any voice left to let us yeah. judge you on as well? Oh, it sounds like the demon voice from uh, Hello Ugly that you used to do. It literally hurts to talk. Oh, okay. Well, talk- oh, I, it's kind of ASMR though. Yeah. Anyway, all right, well, let's go on with the show. Here we go. Um, well, you know, let me ask a question, Lori. Do you want to just wait and record this show when you can do it? Joe's like, this is a train wreck. Yeah. No. All right, here we go. Then I'm just going to jump right into the show. All right, because it's going to be a short episode. All right, this week, the girls play with puppets and then walk the runway in two Hello Kitty-inspired looks. First, they're creating a new BFF for Hello Kitty, and finally, they're showing off their Hello Kitty eleganza. Violet wins the challenge, while Kennedy, Davenport, and Conti are forced to go head-to-head in a lip-sync battle for their lives. In the end, Kennedy lived to see another day, while Katya was asked... To sashay away, ladies, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Jimmy, let's start with you. Um, one thing I liked about this episode is Ginger Minge, mm-hmm. fully the entire season, mm-hmm. thought she was going to win. <laughs> like, she was, she had it in the bag, if you would have asked her. Like, yeah, um, yeah well, she, I just really loved this. seeing that confidence. 
and uh, <laughs> really inspiring. And also another thing I liked, um, just hopping in for this one episode, it was nice to see Pearl again because Matthew's really hot. Oh yeah, it it for some reason you know we've just been, we we've been rewatching this season, and the past two episodes, uh, uh, Pearl the boy Matthew has been super super hot, and actually I think maybe because she's so confident in the show because she's fucking that producer or whatever reason she has, is that there's something really like cute and funny about her. She's sort of like she's always gonna be Pearl, but she's like let her guard down a little bit more. So she's having a little bit more fun with it. So um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I was thinking the same thing too about this pearl. So okay, and then Ginger Minj, yeah, she really thought she was going to win. But but what? But I guess my question to you, Jimmy, as a young drag queen, is immediately I start thinking: Are you exactly what the old lady brigade was bitching about? Oh, 100%. Season seven was the first season of Drag Race that I watched. Uh-huh. Like, and I remember. It, for me, it was the perfect first season to watch, too, because just the, the whole young people versus old people, is mm-hmm. it very much drew me in. And I was like, fuck those old bitches. It was like <laughs> the perfect tropes for me. I was uh-huh. like, yeah, eat my ass, Kennedy. Ginger Minj, you're fucking ugly. That was uh-huh. me at 15 years old. So do you still have that hatred for Ginger Minj? Oh, no. I've come. I, I've mellowed out in my 20 Eight, 20 years old now so i'm uh-huh. mature now i can tolerate people i don't like but you're not like panties bitch panties oh no i am like a panties bitch that okay side yeah. note that's one of my pet peeves I, I know we don't see it a lot on drag race but local drag queens mm-hmm. wear panties wear some fucking panties you're telling them to wear panties Yes. Oh, so you side with so everyone should know what I'm referencing is Jasmine Masters is a part of the old lady brigade in an early episode because she's gone by episode two. Um it's episode no episode three, right? And uh Jasmine Masters it, you know is criticizing the young queens and she says panties, bitch, because they're not wearing panties, I think. So yeah. uh so you actually side with that. Here's the thing. Yeah. When I, before I started doing drag, I was I just saw these drag queens and I was like, oh, I identify with these young people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was like, go young people. But now that I've done drag, Jasmine was fucking right. Wear panties. Why are you not wearing panties? Because you're literally just wearing like eight layers of tights, so you look like it looks like a like you're a Barbie. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like you're, if you're trying to look like a woman, Chucky is wearing like a tiny thong around the workroom. Yeah, panties. Bitch, that's why she won. <laughs> but I think what Lori's talking about, though, is when Jasmine says that, they cut, they flash to Violet Chachki's Violet Chachki wearing panties. Oh, uh, well, if that's yeah. what they were talking about, I, I, I'm sure Jasmine was talking yeah. about she how was. the girls aren't wearing panties. She was. She was. Wait. Yes. Wait. No, okay. Okay, Lori. Okay, we're at season, we're at episode 11. Violet one? We're at episode 11, so I'm going to say this right here. Jimmy, Lori's been doing this stupid act where she... So Lori likes to read spoilers, okay? In fact, she needs to read spoilers. She can't, And to her, she can't enjoy I a show. I can't read any fucking spoilers, and you fucking tell me this now? And so I've been telling her that I'm not going to tell her who wins. But then the thing is... 
I know she read the spoilers. Her girlfriend already spoiled it for her that Violet wins the show. Okay. Oh, and, I wasn't supposed to spoil. Is that what she's saying? It, it, it's episode eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's pretending that she's mad at me. She's pretending. That she's well, do you think? Do you think? Do you think Ginger Minj won? You think Pearl won? Yeah, that's a good question, Lori. Who did you think was winning then? You saw that Katya went home today. Katya went home. <laughs> I legit thought Ginger would win. <laughs> okay, what's the one thing you didn't like about the episode, uh, Jimmy? I already gave you my two things Your I liked about is the episode. Hurtful. Wait, say that again, Lori. Your laughter is hurtful. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you have to give me two things you liked and one thing you didn't like. Oh, one thing. Oh, I didn't like. Yeah. Um. Don't you listen to this show? What is this? Yeah, exactly, Evan. Is this when are Alaska and Willem getting here? I know exactly. Um, I don't know. I didn't like how boring this episode was. It is a pretty boring episode. It's like they. It doesn't make any sense either. Like Hello Kitty's just like standing there. It's it's a very bizarre episode. Um. When Joe asked me to do this, I was like, sure, I actually, like, just happened to, like, a week ago, yeah. for some reason, rewatch this episode with my friend. Mm-hmm. And we, it, it, it's just, like, so bizarre. And I feel like Drag Race 7 really kind of set the pace for these later seasons that are happening. Yeah. But it still ha- has kind of some of the residual flavor of mm-hmm. the early seasons. Yeah. And this Hello Kitty challenge is really an example of one of those just, like, those old producers were, like, it doesn't fucking matter what we do. Yeah. <laughs> we just have to put an episode out. Yeah. They're like, Hello Kitty, someone agreed mm-hmm. to dress up in this Hello Kitty suit, and we got the okay to use the brand. Yeah. Figure something out. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing is that, but this is true with Drag Race all the time. The later episodes, once you get past, ep- you know, the, the, the contestant, when it's down to the final four, they're usually boring. There's very few that are any good. Season five might be an exception. but I think production probably gets tired. Well, it's just harder to keep everyone's interest because there's fewer people to focus on. All right, let's jump over to Lori. Lori, why don't you give us two things like about the episode and one thing you did not? One thing I liked about this episode was Pearl and the confessionals. I thought she was really on brand. Another thing is that this wasn't a goddamn group challenge. I didn't like the puppets. They didn't look like the people, and they also looked like they were spying for RuPaul. <laughs> I think that the Kennedy one was pretty good, with yeah. the rhinestones stuck on her face. Yeah, that one's funny. But uh, it was Pearl doing Kennedy, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I was actually disappointed, but it wasn't that That's funny. racist. All right, let's move on. After Trixie's elimination, Ginger is sad that her friend is gone, but happy that she's still there. Ginger wonders when we're going to see Violet lip sync, and Violet asks Ginger what it was like to find her weakness. The girls then congratulate each other on making it to the top five. The next day, RuPaul entered the workroom to announce this week's mini challenge. For today's mini challenge, it's your chance to prove it. With... <laughs> because why? Because, because everybody loves puppets. <laughs> Pearl served Kennedy. Kennedy served Pearl. Violet failed as Katya, and Katya served up Ginger. But it was Ginger Minj's impression of Violet Chachki that won her the mini challenge. Next, RuPaul announced this week's Ma- Maxi Challenge. 
Now, for this week's Maxi Challenge, you'll be designing and creating your very own runway eleganza using products provided by Hello Kitty herself. Although your dress will be made with Hello Kitty items, the final look needs to scream you. All right. As the winner of the mini challenge, Ginger Minge got a head start in collecting some Hello Kitty goodies. Uh, Jimmy, why don't we start with you here? What were your, what were your, oh, the only thing really to talk about is the mini challenge at this point, uh, which was the puppets. What were your thoughts? Here we go. This is probably the third or fourth time they've done the puppets. Your thoughts on the puppet challenge? I think the puppet challenge has a, in the early seasons, it was a good idea because the queens were funny. They were ready to say something mean about each other. But I think it's season seven, you kind of like, got there to the point where some of these queens are just not funny. Like mm-hmm. they don't, they're not coming from the same place that those earlier queens were. Uh-huh. So I think it was smart because after season seven, we see that they discontinue the puppet challenge for a few seasons here and there, mm-hmm. which I think is smart. So I think overall Katya, it was definitely, I just like to see her do whatever mm-hmm. because she's insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all in all, it wasn't it wasn't anything like amazing. It wasn't the best. Puppet yeah, it was very whatever. Games. Yeah, that's why it's going to be a very quick episode to get through. Good, good episode to not have a voice on, Lori. Lori, what about you? What were your thoughts here on the puppet challenge? I know you. Were, I know you didn't like it. Those puppets didn't look clean. <laughs> that's. I feel like they reused the puppets from last season. Oh, I they did look a little grungy, like they'd scrubbed off the the markers from like eleven months ago. Well, what's said, funny? I'll is just use these again. Puppets are really expensive, and World of Wonder is really cheap. So I, that does not surprise me. Um, Lori, do you have any other thoughts? Also, Katya has been killing it pretty much, and then now for some reason she stumbles. It seemed like they were trying to set up the excuse to get her off the show. Yeah. No, we'll we'll talk about that because Jimmy and I were there live when when this show was airing. In the workroom, the girls stressed out about the challenge. Well, of the girl, all of the girls except for Violet, who is excited to do the challenge. Kennedy and Ginger plot out their outfits with Kennedy trying to be sexy while Ginger figures out how to even make an outfit. Violet is thinking of going mod while Katya has no idea what she's going to do and it's stressing her out. During the table visits with RuPaul and Santino Rice, Kennedy tells us she's a catsuit queen, but doesn't know how to make a catsuit. Violet and Santino flirt with each other. In fact, I even have that right here. Can we go to Red Lobster? Um, Katya doesn't know what to do, and Santino tells her how to make, to make it work. Pearl thought Flossy Dog was a real word, and Ginger doesn't know how to sew. Finally, before leaving the workroom, RuPaul announces one more thing. The girls have to design another look, this time as Hello Kitty's BFF, uh, Jimmy, your thoughts on everything that happened in the workroom on these table visits, Santino Rice being there? I think the most boring of episodes are also the ones that are probably the hardest for the contestants. Mm-hmm. Um, because putting together an outfit and a, an original look with the theme in mind in such a short amount of time, like that's a lot of hard work to come yeah. up with an outfit, hair, construct it all. It's just something that's not super fun to watch if mm-hmm. the producers aren't trained to do that kind of stuff yeah and they really they aren't trained to make this look interesting so it was just kind of flat and boring and santino rice is you can tell they didn't have a budget and no celebrity wanted to be on there or no serious designer or they couldn't even get someone from hello kitty it's just literally like they did not give a shit they're like we're about to wrap production 
We do not care. What were your thoughts? Am I wrong? Now, look, here's the deal. I was just, I was seeing the people that I, someone I know was showing me some people that he thought were attractive, and I was like, I don't see that at all, right? I'm not good for you, right? And that's what makes the world go round. But I just didn't see that. And they were tr- the 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 director and the production seemed to be treating like Santina Rice as one sexy motherfucker. Do you do you see that, Jimmy? I'm not. I'm not into Santino Rice. Mm-hmm. I think he looks like the 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 personification of a tuxedo jacket where all of the buttons are buttoned. <laughs> you know how you're supposed to just do like the top one yeah. if it's two, or the top two if you have three. Yeah, he's like the tuxedo jacket that's like all the way done, like and someone sitting uncomfortably upright, and then they're like trousers hit like way above their ankle and it's not supposed to you might even be able to see like the top of the sock that's like very much the vibe that i get from him i don't know if that makes any sense no it it does kind of make sense but 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 what i'm saying is you don't find him sexy now laurie what was yeah not at all yeah laurie what was your take on this table visits on santino rice all that jazz and do you find him sexy and do you find him sexy fuck no two things (laughs) Hello Kitty is a spawn of Satan that will bring upon the apocalypse. <laughs> Santino Rice looks like his hands smell like urine and bologna. That too. Yeah. That too. Okay. That's it. Okay, good. Um, alright. Uh, any other thoughts on the table? Uh, you know what's so funny is, honestly, there's not really much to say about this episode. There really is. I do like the moment where Violet and Pearl are like flouncing around yes. in their wardrobes. I mean, no, no, let me be wrong. It's there are fun things to watch, but there's not much in terms of a of a nothing recap. to talk about. Really, yeah, yeah. There's not a, in terms of a recap analyzing things. There's not much to it. All right. I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. I'm just gonna ask it because it's harder to type. In the show, is it easier if you're a looks queen? Like Pearl or Violet, who ends up becoming funnier? Do you get more traction, or is it better if you're a funnier queen who can get who can then start develop a look? Like it depends Ch- who won the season before. Or Katya. Okay. Oh, oh, they go off the season before. Yeah, you can kind of tell that if a if a funny person who is predominantly funny won last season, then they're gonna lean more towards a prettier look queen for the next season Except. they like to try to balance it out i feel like they wouldn't go for somebody similar to the last one then not usually but it seems that they've been on a trend because you have sasha aquaria and um evie but the one that you would say maybe is that sasha and evie are kind of quirky and aquaria is more traditional yeah i think season eight is the last time a funny girl has won really because the thing that I thought was interesting was it seems like Ginger, Mitch, and all those girls were getting on Violet and Pearl. But it seems like they're more at the front than, than they are because they have the looks down. It seems like this season, the looks are the most important thing. And then the humor is second. Right. Bianca Del Rio won the season before. So they were they needed to do something different. Oh, and Bianca. Okay, so... Oh, wow. Well, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it really does suck. Like, for example, everyone is speculating right now that Crystal Method won't do well because Evie Oddly just won. And they both have kind of out there looks. They're very unique and different queens. Huh. 
Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, that's all. That's it. All right, very good. Back in the workroom, the girls struggle with giant heads they need to use to make their second Hello Kitty outfit, and Katya has a silent, nervous breakdown as Pearl and Violet mess around in the background, like we mentioned. It's Elimination Day, and Violet is pleased with her look. Katya is convinced that her outfit is a mess, and Pearl reveals the genesis of her name and look. Jimmy, any thoughts on uh, the second workroom day and Elimination Day? Um, No. Is that, is that, can I say no? <laughs> yeah. They're really, there's, yeah. There's really no thoughts to be had because it's the same, like, okay, we're sitting and sewing. Okay, it's the next day and we're sitting and sewing. Yeah, there's no drama. There's no, because at least like with season five, there was like, oh, Roxy and Jinx and, you know, that. But it's just like, yeah, we all get along. We're fine. I can see why they fired a lot of the producers after this season. Yeah, everyone I, I talked about it in the show before is that there was a, a major uh, bloodletting after this season. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, honestly, like I would be pissed if I were someone that financed the show or if I were RuPaul to get back to like the edit booth and be like, are you fucking kidding me? They have this, there is a very clear delineation between the old ladies and the young girls and we have an even amount left. Mm-hmm. And you're not, you're telling me you didn't, provoke them to confront each other during a challenge where they're quietly working by themselves. Mm -hmm. Didn't ask them to, I'd be so angry because it would be so easy to set something up. Yeah. It would be so easy to, to steal like someone's, um, a material that someone was using and then they can make it look like the producers can make it look like one of the, like old lady brigade did it. And then you could fight about that. Yeah. Like, just do some legwork here. That's a really good point. I never thought about that. Um, yeah, produce some TV. Yeah, you're right, because those last few episodes were boring. Well, this, but this episode, what's so funny, though, as, as, as not that much to talk about as this episode is, this episode in the, 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 the context of the larger season, and we'll talk about this probably at the end of the, when we do the everything else, infuriated people. They were so mad when Kanji got eliminated. People were like, Oh yeah, this was a big one. This was a big one. But in terms of actually analyzing the episode, not that much, but we'll get to it. In fact, you know what's so funny? We're so quick. We're doing the show so quickly. It's already time for the looks. The first look we have up is uh, the Hello Kitty BFF realness. Ugh. Jesus, gross. Which they... (laughs) Which they had Hello Kitty sitting by the side of the stage there, ready to, uh, but which which sometimes they'd go to her and ask her her opinion for some reason, but it was very bizarre. It was a, it was a really odd thing. Yeah, honestly though, in this part of the challenge, Katya wins. I think Katya had the best Hello Kitty BFF. Oh, with, her, with her, like the yellow teeth and the Russian stuff. Yeah, like because clearly this. The goal there is to be funny. You're not supposed to be glamorous when you're wearing a Hello Kitty suit. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you're supposed to be telling a story somehow. So I think that Katya's story of the Russian hooker, like, I know it's not brand friendly with Hello Kitty, but it's funny. It's unexpected. And it's very Katya. Mm-hmm. And it was, it had a very distinct look. It was really funny. So that was another one of the things that I was one of those people that was infuriated when Katya was eliminated Mm -hmm. so I remember being like that Hello Kitty was hilarious Um, Uh, that's really all I have to say about Hello Kitty okay so it's one of these things where and we'll go to Lori in a second 
is I have a lot of thought. We're probably, probably the, the main thrust of the discussion today will probably be at, after the, we talk about the episode and we're sort of going over the whole episode and we talk about Katya. But because I have a lot of thoughts there, but uh, I think it, it, it RuPaul catches up to things later. Okay, so what I'm saying is she didn't get Katya then. She pretends to get her now, but she didn't get her then. Okay, and so I, um, I don't know. Well, I don't think RuPaul could have got her because Katya really shown in the confessionals. Yes. Well, that's what I've always said. I've, 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 I've said this before. Is they film the show and then it goes to post, right? And they. They maybe there's another reason why they fired the producers is the producers weren't telling RuPaul and the, and the other people like, listen, in these confessionals, Katya is incredible, right? People are gonna fall in love with her because I think what happened is the editors who then put this show together fell in love with Katya, okay? And so then they put together a show that really highlights Katya and makes her the narrator of the season, and because they loved her so much. I mean, this is look. Not to jump ahead. Look, we're going to talk about Katya at the end. Let's just talk about the looks right now. This is the looks. Okay. Looks. All right. Um, are there any... on the? Let's, t- let's focus solely... I sent you guys a page with the looks. Let's just focus solely on Hello Kitty BFF realness here. Were there any looks specifically in Hello Kitty BFF realness that you want to... The, the one where they had to wear the fake head and everything there. Are there any... Yeah, ones just that- Katya's. Oh, really? I actually thought Pearl's was very funny. Um, I thought it was just, she just put on, like, her undergarments onto this. Well, how did Katya just put on one of her dresses and her babushka and stuff like that? Okay, let me, let me scroll down, because I can, I'll explain it to you, girl. Okay. I'll tell you what, I love it, I have to find it. All right. Wait, where am I supposed to? I loved everyone's except Kennedy Davenport. Oh, you loved everyone's BFF except Kennedy Davenport? Yes. Okay, here's... Okay, so Ginger's... She made it a cow, which was creative, which I like. Okay. She gave it She gave it a unique face. Mm-hmm. She did something different. So Ginger's... Yeah, Ginger's is good. Okay. Um, Wait, is this link literally just Ginger? No. No, no, no. You, you, there's little tabs at the top of the... In, the, in there, there. Oh, I really have to navigate this page. Yeah. Okay. Katya, let me... Oh, this thing... Well, we're waiting for Jimmy. Uh, I'm just going to... I think it would be faster for me to Google this. Okay, go ahead. So Jimmy's going to be I there. I also think the Hello Kitty looks are better than the regular looks. Yeah, it's so funny. That's that's a good point, Lori, where I kind of feel like the Eleganza looks were worse than the... They should have just kept the Hello Kitty BFF realness. Because I wasn't... I mean, actually looking at them again... Um, Actually, the only one who's giving me Hello Kitty ex- Eleganza Extravaganza is Pearl. Everybody else, I don't know what Violet had to do with Hello Kitty or... Wait, 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 wait. You're talking like Runway Runway? Yeah, the, the, the Eleganza one. But but we're, cause that's because we're waiting for you. That's just because we're waiting for you. 
Oh, I have it pulled up. Are we okay? Wait, can we talk about like the looks? Looks? Or are we just on Hello Kitty? Let's talk about Hello Kitty. Let's wrap up. Let's give me your your last statement on Hello Kitty BFF. Then we'll go to the looks. Looks. Okay, my last statement is going to be defending Katya's character. Okay. The yellow teeth, a great detail. The shape of the eyes, I love it. The mm-hmm. Russian flag, amazing. It's just fantastic characterization. But it's also she had laying around anyway. I know, but it's just more of a character than Pearl's was. I feel like. All right. Okay. All right. So, it what about those looks? Say that again, Lori. It still works. It does. Uh, okay. Let's talk about the looks. Looks. The the Hello Kitty eleganza. Let's start with uh, Ginger Minge. Your thought on Ginger Minge's looks, there, uh, Jimmy? Pulling it up. Oh, um, it's fine. It's not like bad. It's like. Okay, yeah, it's drag. Um, it's not really, like, fashion forward. But drag-wise, it's fine. I think there's a lot of, like, volume in, like, one area with this Hello Kitty, like, shawl thing that she has. So it just kind of looks a little frumpy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm talking myself out of it. It's overall to boot. I'm not into it. All right, Lori, do you have any thoughts? She was trying to do a matchup with her BFF, but it didn't translate well solo. Oh, I see what you're saying. It would be weird if my best friend was wearing my head all over her body. All right, next we have Katya, her uh, eleganza look. Uh, Jimmy, I have a feeling you're going to love anything Katya does. Um, Look, I was literally about to come in here and defend this look because they thought it was terrible and I think it's like basic but not really terrible Um, I'm not sure like how she made all of this or like what exactly okay actually I just pulled up like the world of wonder picture that they they take to do um, fashion photo review Mm -hmm. Um, and you can really see up close (laughs) what it looks like and it's pretty bad Um, yeah it's a bad outfit it's bad. It really, I mean, it's a basic silhouette, and then it just has Hello Kitty shit stuck onto it, and then gigantic, ugly rhinestones. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty It's pretty bad. I see. I understand why she was in the bottom, definitely. All right. Lori, do you have any thoughts? The runway look isn't great, but it's something to look at, okay. which is more to say for Violet's look. Kennedy Davenport came down here carrying, again, Hello Kitty's head as a purse, little bows all over her, like a cat suit or like a one-piece thing. What do you think? What do you think here, Jimmy? We're talking about Pearl. No, we're talking about Kennedy. Oh. Well, I have the wrong girl pulled up then. Oh, this was such a such an iconic moment uh, it's a terrible look but it's so funny to me she just I mean I think it's Violet that reads or no it's Pearl she says this she's like I didn't just stick shit Hello Kitty shit onto me yeah and that is literally what Miss Kennedy did yeah she just made a quick and easy swimsuit and then glued some Hello Kitty stuff onto it and said okay I'm gonna wear this on the runway Lori I agree. Okay, let's go over to Pearl. Uh, uh, she's wearing a different sort of silhouette than she usually does. It's like a, it looks like it's like a Hello Kitty towel or some sort of like 
that kind of material that she sort of made form-fitting outfit out of. Uh, Jimmy, your thoughts here? Um, I love Pearl, but I really hate this. Uh-huh. I, Pearl was like my number one mm-hmm. after or right before Katya, and I remember coming out being like, "Ew, I hope she's not in the bottom because we've seen her lip sync before." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't like this. I thought no, it it it's not as like shit stuck on as the other one, mm-hmm. uh, as like Kennedy and Ginger's, mm-hmm. but it's just like really basic. Yeah. Lori? She wore her bedspread and pillow. Did she use a dress to sleep in that night? (laughs) And then finally, Violet Chachki. How would you describe her outfit there, Jimmy? Okay, well, I've heard the shade that Lori's throwing. I think that this is one of the best looks that has ever been on Drag Race of all of the design challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, it is um, a bodysuit with a really exaggerate, exaggerated um, like hips, and then she has gloves on that go up past her elbows, and then she has this headpiece that's like a circle around her face. It's like mod Harajuku bubblegum, and then it has... Um, Hello Kitty all over the boobs and then around the piece that frames her head in a circle. I think this is a really iconic look. Mm-hmm. I think it's really impactful. I lived for this look and I, I still love it. Mm-hmm. Lori? I know looks Jimmy. I wear the same black shirt and pants every day so I know what good looks like and this look dumb. I've been proven wrong, I guess. Okay, and that's the looks. I just didn't like it. Okay. Well, your look, you're entitled to your opinion there, Lori. Even if it's wrong. Yeah. You are wrong. On the main stage, Violet is named the winner of the challenge while Pearl and Ginger are placed in the safe zone. That leaves Kennedy and Katya to go head-to-head in lip-sync battle for their lives. The song, Roar, by Katy Perry. In the end, Kennedy was told, Shantae, you stay, while Katya was asked to sashay away. Jimmy, any final thoughts on the episode? We're going to have a long conversation about Katya, but any final thoughts on the episode? The lip-sync is iconic. This is one of one yeah. of the best lip-syncs. You know what's so funny? I was rewatching it last night. I put this. We have a rumor mill text thread, and I, I, I gotta go, guys. I, uh, I have a show that you guys never listen to that I gotta make, and uh, I went to watch this episode, and I had I forgot about this lip sync. So when I saw, I'm like, oh my god, this is an amazing lip sync. It's yeah, so it's really good. good. It is a really really good lip sync. Lori, what did you think of the lip sync? I loved it. Jimmy, um, so do you have any other final thoughts, Jimmy, on this episode? I have shared all my thoughts. All right, Lori, what about you? Any final thoughts? Anything we didn't cover on this episode? I'm going to start a Katya conversation right now, but any final thoughts that you don't remember saying? Check out Ray's Chasers. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. And Lori doesn't know this, but if but Jimmy watched this when the show aired. Uh, I was covering the show when it aired. And people lost their goddamn minds when... Is this the first shock elimination of the show? There were riots in the streets. People were, like, really, really mad. They thought... They wanted Katya to go all the way. 
And people got like really, really, really upset to the point where they actually, I thought it was very, very, very funny when they were awarding, they were about this. I don't want to spoil. No, I'll, we'll talk about it, I guess when we do the finale, but they reference it in the season finale. They recognized how much the audience loved Katya and how they felt she was robbed. It comes up on the show and they kind of make a joke about it with the audience. But, um, uh, but like I was saying earlier is what, you know, I've said this before and I'll say it again. And Jimmy, I'm going to get your two cents. Laura, I'm going to get your one cent. And I, I, you know, there are some people who aren't as good at the competition, but they're really good on the show. They're amazing at the show. Now, Katya isn't as bad at the competition as, let's say, Trixie. She's not, she's not bad at the competition. And in fact, I, Laura, you commented on this. I think Katya was doing really, really well, but then at this point just got to where, uh, well, look, here's the deal. This is the first, is this the first design challenge of the season? Look, even Ginger stumbled, and it's one of these things where, like, yeah, it's been acting challenge, acting challenge, acting challenge, comedy challenge, acting challenge, acting challenge, acting challenge. So, of course, Katya is excelling, and now we get to a real, real live design challenge here, and she stumbles. I don't know if she would have stumbled earlier, but the point is, she had done really well, but she goes really far in All Stars too, and deservedly so too, right? right? She's good at the competition, and she's good at, dra- but, um, but she was more amazing. We fell in love with Katya in the confessionals. You don't really fall if you think about it. You don't fall in love with her in the workroom. You fall in love with her in those confessionals, and um, that's what happened. And I think you're right. I think um, the the editors saw all the footage they got and they were like holy shit this girl's incredible she's she's the narrator of the season and um the audience fell in love with her and this episode as bo- as not boring but as non-eventful as it is is important because the this is when the audience is like no that you eliminated the wrong queen there was fan outrage the internet outrage was real T- jimmy have anything to say about that yeah i think that we have learned since season seven that Katya's strength is just talking about things. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's done um, uh, on the on Wow Presents Plus. Um, that is every single gay loves that show, and then she uh, momentarily had a TV show on actual TV. Um, and she's doing this Netflix show where she just watches Netflix and talks about it. And then on Drag Race, she was the narrator just because she's really good at talking about things. Like, yeah, she's a good drag queen, but more than anything, she's just a, a entertaining commentator. So um, here's the thing. This is, this is where I'm going to do a discussion. I made my opening statement. But on a rewatch, I will say... I know there was all this outrage. I don't remember what I said in the original season. But on a rewatch, I'm not mad that she went home. Look, if she would have stayed and Kennedy went home, I would have gotten it. But then I would have said Katya would have gone home next. I don't know. if I Looking at the performance in this challenge, did Katya exhibit the charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent that they're looking for in this challenge, Jimmy? No. I don't think so. Yeah. I think I I think that it was I think it was Kennedy and Katya were the bottom two. Mm-hmm. And they both of them were going to go home in the next two episodes and mm-hmm. it would just depended on who had to go first. Yeah. So, uh cuz RuPaul has said early on in uh I kind of haven't listened to her podcast in a long time. But I remember early on in the podcast cuz they started doing the podcast like right after season 7. 
And uh, she said that, you know, that she kept Pearl on because Pearl was cute as a boy. But, you know, Pearl is stronger than I remembered her. Um, she can't lip sync for it to save her life, but she, but I mean, that's what RuPaul She means. can now. Oh my God, she's so good now. Oh, she is. But, yeah. um, but, uh, but, but she was actually, she was better in the acting challenge than people give her credit for. Um, so I don't know if it necessarily was a wrong top three, but Katya, I think, went home. Look, here's the thing Trixie and Katya have gone on to great success after the show. And sometimes, you know, Drag Race is just that. It's a platform to launch you into something else, maybe not even winning the show. But here's the thing, Jimmy, though. What I will say, though, is I'm one of these people that I don't think, uh, is everything, you know? It's not, I mean, it's not your humor. No, no, well, no, it's not. But I, I think it's not as funny as people think it is. But look. I just think it's not, it's, you're not the demo. But then what do you think, okay, you're saying that, but, like, Trixie has openly put out contempt for her younger fans. She doesn't really like the little kids liking her. Yeah. So, I I, I don't know if... I'm if, loving this. <laughs> I don't know. Lori's here. I, 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 I do feel that there's a little bit of a emperor wears no clothes with uh. And, and Katya has a lot of problems she has a lot she has a problem with drug addiction and and uh you know i genuinely think uh is really funny and i enjoy watching i know you do i'm not i'm not denying it i'm not denying it but um but i you know we could just both say we both think the other person is wrong you know no no no. i don't think you're wrong i i I know what you're saying You're, you're 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 stopping from saying okay boomer about it but, no, no, no. I, I do. I don't think. I don't even think that everyone should think that uh is the pinnacle of comedy because I mean it's not. It's not. They didn't go out and write something. They just are saying what they think. You know, like well, I, well, I, oh, I, I. So here's what I'll say because I've watched. I've watched. Uh, right. So you're gonna tell me the Vice show was good. Oh no, I did not like the Vice show. Okay, so I'm okay. So I was talking. I'm talking about the Vice show. Here's the deal with Uh, is the first couple of seasons of Uh, I watched, right? And I'm like, oh, this mm-hmm. is very clever what they're doing, okay? Mm-hmm. It's very funny. But it's one of these things where as it went on, it became too aware of itself. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, when it was being made in a vacuum and they didn't realize the impact, so say seasons one and two, right? And the people who were editing the show. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> Trixie and Katya have a show, a web show called Uh. Okay. So um, the first season or two, it's like they're just talking. And then later, the the two straight guys go and do funny things with it in post, right? Mm-hmm. Once it becomes popular, then they almost become aware of their feet. And then it starts to stumble. Does that make sense? So, yes, I would say seasons one and two of Uh are very funny. Okay, mm-hmm. but I think after that, it's it's hard to recapture that. I hear you. I hear you. Like the 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 rawness of the first two seasons, and like the just like the not real. It wasn't what it was. Yeah, I I hear you, and now, it was I funny for a different it, reason. And I haven't watched it since the Vice season. In fairness, well, that's the problem with comedy in general. I think once you get into a formula, 
once you find the formula, once you, once you do it over and over, it doesn't become unique anymore. And that's why comedy shows have such a hard time once they kind of get notoriety because they're not, it's not new anymore. It definitely isn't as funny as I used to think it was. Like, used to, I would have to pause it because I didn't want to miss a moment, and I was laughing so hard. Yeah. And it, it, there are not moments like that anymore. Well, the, But I still, it's still entertaining. It's just, like, less amazing. The, but that's it's what, less of a masterpiece. What I'm saying is those first two seasons, I get it, right? Then right. When, it, when, they, when the straight guys become aware of themselves, when they become... In other words, when they were just going and just really speaking extemporaneously, not really knowing what these straight guys were going to do, what they were said, right? It's mm-hmm. sort of this weird... It was this weird, just brilliant mix. And in fact, to show how influential it is, now like BA, you know, BA is using that kind of shit. Um, all these other YouTube channels are doing what I was doing, right? Right. But that... You know what kind of like reminds me of is like... Jerry Seinfeld, like 20 years ago, went out and did a stand-up routine where he was called I'm Telling You for the Last Time. And it was all the jokes he was doing. He said, I'm not going to ever do these jokes ever again. And whenever people like your age or younger or even people who just don't know stand-up that well, whenever they hear Jerry Seinfeld stuff, they always go like, ugh, it just sounds like so old and boring right like we've heard this before but yeah they don't realize, it's a puffy shirt yeah we get it <laughs> but they don't realize i'm talking about the stand-up though with his stand-up he was the guy Okay, i'm trying to relate and the one seinfeld reference i know oh. so let me have it okay the, the um good job buddy good job. thank you thank you thank <laughs> but, you thank but you. the thing what they don't realize is everybody was so copying seinfeld after he got famous doing stand-up doing that stuff that he, now what he does seems like almost like he's copying himself. But he was right. sort of like the, he didn't invent that sort of observational comedy, but he sort of like mastered it. And <clears throat> so now it just seems like oh yeah, I've heard this. It seems hacky. But he was the guy when he did it. It was fresh and new. That's right. sort of how I feel with uh. And so with uh, because there's such a history now with those two, and like I, you know. It just, it, I feel it's lost its freshness with, you know, people I think didn't want to believe that Katya would have a relapse and all this jazz and stuff like that. And it, I think it started to become sad. Oh, she had a relapse? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they had got this Viceland show. Yeah. Um, so they moved from YouTube to Viceland and they did half a season. And in the middle of recording the Viceland show, she, like, had a breakdown like Aww. was pissed off at Trixie and left the show. And the second it was called the Trixie and Katya show. And so the last half of the episodes of the Trixie and Katya show featured Bob, the drag queen instead of Katya. And then the show got canceled after the first season because Katya left for the second half of the season. Yeah. And then when Katya got better, of course, the show wasn't there anymore. So they had to go back to doing, uh, and that's another thing. They kind of like had to come back to the show with their tails between their legs. And so it did feel a little. What's funny though. What's funny is the best thing to happen to Trixie Mattel is Katya having this relapse. Because she could shine for a second. Yeah. Because before that, and you don't know this, Lori, is everyone saw Trixie as riding Katya's coattails. And that, and maybe for a while she was, you know. Uh, but was, everything timed out perfectly because at the same time Trixie was on All Stars. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of the same time Katya was absent. She was yeah. literally, she didn't post things for like a whole year. Uh-huh. Well, and it and that was the same year that 
Trixie Mattel kind of was really relevant. Mm-hmm. So it, the, so the best thing that happened to Trixie was it let her say like, oh wait, Trixie is talented. Like, oh, we see Trixie in All Stars. We see she's a musician. Blah 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 blah. And I think people were actually even with what happened um, is what they saw her hold her own with Bob the Drag Queen. And I think she came into her own. So in a weird kind of way, it was sort of in a sick way. The best thing that happened to Trixie is now she doesn't. And in a weird kind of way, I feel Katya now needs Trixie. I think they both. I think they both kind of stand on their own, honestly. Yeah, it's, I think it's one of probably one of those things where they're better together, but they could do it. I don't know. I don't feel like I don't ever hear one anyone talking about Katya's podcast. Um, Have you watched their Netflix? Oh well, Katya doesn't do her podcast anymore. That's why. Yeah, but even when it was on, no one was talking about it except when she was revealing like how her about her mental breakdown and stuff. Yeah, she like only really did it for a year, and then she went on her tour and took a break from it, and yes, then came back from the tour but and quit on. her podcast. Okay, quit her. But if if it's doing well, you're not quitting it. One, two is well, she took she took a break because she went on a world tour for. Drag. Oh yeah, yeah. But hold on, hold, hold, hold. Were you seeing the Reddit post about this world tour? Oh no. Oh. People were like, it was horrible. It was terrible. Like, there was no one in the audience. And they, even the, what she did, it was like not a good show. And it would cost all this money. And it was only like 50 minutes long. Like, people were just going to town, just complaining and ripping this show apart. Um, so, uh, this is what I saw on Red. And I've never seen the show, right? Because there's a, there's a whole weird mess with Katya. And I'm not, I'm not coming down on Katya. I'm just saying, I'm just telling you. This is what's out there, and she has a complicated she has a complicated past and a complicated history with with the fans. Have you seen their uh, their show on the Netflix YouTube channel? No. no, what is it? It's called We Like to Watch, and they just watch Netflix content, and Netflix lets them say literally anything oh. about whatever show. Oh, um, it's actually it, it's kind of like it. It reminds me of the original seasons of Uh. Because it really kind of it's all it's not really a new format for them, but it's fresh. It's not edited the same way, and it's a different kind of commentary. Um, and it does have some of those moments that like I laughed out loud again. Mm-hmm. It's well, very it's very funny. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Right. Um, so also it? make sure you check out Race Chaser, the podcast <laughs> hosted by Willem and Alaska. Well, that's if you want that real is a insight. forever dog production. Yeah. If you want some actual. Like knowledgeable un- people who really under- know what they're talking about. Yeah, if you guys want a good show, you got to go yeah. listen to Race Chasers. No. I don't do like a dumb idea, like have like a girl who's sick come on and do it, like yeah. a type to text thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Like, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that kind of bullshit. No. Well, um, I I have a, a question. What does this have to do with Katya getting eliminated? Oh, we just nothing. nothing. There's oh. just nothing to talk about. There's nothing for this to talk about this episode, episode. But people were really mad. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 7. So, for Lori Rockingham, Jimmy Anti, and myself, Sashay away until next week. Okay. I'm going to say this again. We're almost done. I swear to God. Just do a new one. This Jeffrey Thunder Bear needs oh. everyone to know. You need everyone to know. That he contributed. Thank you. 
have something to say, email us at dragracerecap at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dragracerecap. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Drag Race Recap. Under there. Our Instagram account is managed by Stephen Starling. If Jeff you want access to there. more Drag Race content and other Afterthought Media shows, support us at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can follow Jeff Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at PickleMyth. Follow Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batanz. That's B-E-T-A-N-C-E. The theme song was written by Lucian Piani and arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. This podcast was made possible by the following exclusive tier Patreon supporters. Nicholas Springham, Katie Whitmire, April Pacheco, Dean UK, Melissa Payton, Nikki Baker, Devin McKay, The State of Bree, Robert NYC, Rachel J, AJ Norris, Richard C, Common Cool, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Plank, Luke Stamen, Sirmet Smith, Travis Potter, Jesse Harris, John J, Jimmy Kilbasa, Pedro SF, Ginger Biscuit, Jesse Lozano, Parker Elliott, Lauren Eckert, Haley Sklans and her mom, and Jordan Darling. RuPaul's Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. Jeffrey Thunder Bear.